Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, so this episode is it, it's a little complicated because it was one of the best episodes we've had. Um it, it's it's just amazing the talk that we had and um we really didn't want to delete it because we wanted it to be raw again. We hate having to delete these good conversations. So, just a little warning, this episode has a little echo with it. But just try to focus on the conversation because when I tell you this is one of the best conversations we've had, it's one of the best. Okay, anyways, continue listening and I hope you like it. Bye, guys. Good morning, Growing Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, I'm really nervous. I can't even fake it anymore. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, it's Seth. Stephanie and says oh, I'm nervous too because she's staring at us. Um, yeah. Who is she? Okay. Um, so, like we promised you guys, we told you that we were going to have uh, people be in the podcast. And our first guest of the podcast is Malag. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> I think you guys might remember me from their first episode. I introduced myself as their and friend. And the second episode. She was in it a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. When she said, Good morning, Gory Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke because uh, she does the announcements at her school. And but when she starts it, she says, Good morning, Ellie. <laughs> It's kind of like if you know, you know type situation. If you know, you know. <laughs> so introduce yourself, Malak. Who are you? How old are you? Where are you from? Um, okay. Hi, guys. So I'm their friend. I know them from high school. Um, I'm 17. I'm a September baby. Um, anyway, uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I like a lot of things. I like like being here. I'm. I have to say, I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, but I'm like really, really happy to be here, and I hope you guys like the episode. Also, she's in love with Taylor Swift. And she loves baking. <laughs> yeah, I do love baking. I find it very therapeutic. Where are you from? I'm from Egypt. I'm I'm a hijabi. I don't know, like, I know you guys are not going to see me, but, like, I'm a hijabi. Okay. And when did you move here? Give us your history. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. You want me, like, to go deep? Okay, yeah, go, so, go, go. Um, Okay, so I moved here um, almost six years ago. I moved July 2016. I was 12. And it was kind of interesting because I think it's similar to Cesar's experience because I just didn't know any English. And I moved to a whole new country with, like, no family, no friends. And it was just, like, very interesting. Um, like, it was, a, it was a cool experience, but I have to say it was, like, very um, scary. But, again, every scary thing is kind of cool it's in, own, in, in its own way. And I've learned a lot of lesson, lessons from it. So, yeah, I guess... If it wasn't, like, if I hadn't moved five years or six years ago, I wouldn't be here today. So I'm really happy I didn't move. Sorry for interrupting. There were some technical issues, but I hope it was fine. I'm I'm so, like, if it, if, if I'm editing this and it sounds bad, I'm going to cry. But I'm pretty sure it sounds good. And, yeah. So thank you, Malak, for introducing yourself. Thank you guys for having me here. Mm-hmm. Um... It's growing chaos. Ding. Period. Um, okay, so like we said, we want this to be like um, a very raw content, like raw content, very, um, what was the word that we used to describe it? Authentic? Yeah, authentic, genuine, whatever. So, yeah. Um, so we do have little notes on what to talk about because we don't want this to be like all over the place either. So today to introduce the topic, we are going to talk about mental health. Yeah. Um, so one of the first notes that we have is how, why is it taboo? And why do we restrict each other and ourselves from talking about mental health? Um, I think 
I think in many cultures, um, going to a therapy or seeing as having depression or anything is just seen as um, being mentally ill. And I think I think there are a lot of words that go into it, like a lot of slurs that go into it too. Like I don't know how to really explain the connection, but um, a lot of people just view mental illness as something to be ashamed of, to be something, something that's wrong. Like you said, it's a taboo because it's an illness. And at the end of the day, people mm-hmm. don't like talking about things that aren't as obvious or and I feel like it's an, a, a taboo because people don't understand why it happens or or they don't want to acknowledge why it happens so they just ignore it because if someone got an, another illness like a physical illness not a mental one they they will find the cause and then they would they would blame it on them but when you when you think about mental illness what are you blaming it on my parents mm-hmm. my grandparents like people don't want that that's why I think it's a taboo yeah and also I feel like especially in POC households, minorities. Uh, I feel like it's, it's it's a topic that we don't like to talk about. We just are crazy people. I hate that. It's like, like you don't know what it is. It could be depression, anxiety, this, that, and you'll still be known as a crazy person. What makes you crazy? Like, I don't understand, you know? Yeah, adding on to that, um, I was yesterday I was watching One Day at a Time, which is like one of our favorite shows, but I was watching, but like looks very excited. Um, I was watching the episode where um, Penelope goes to, Penelope is a, is a veteran. She went to war and she like hurt her arm or whatever. And um, she went to therapy with like a group of other female veterans. Or They're whatever. a Cuban family, by the way. Yeah, the Cuban family. Good. And um, she lied about it. She said that she was going on a date. Like she would rather her kids and her mother to know that she was going on a date than like, tell the truth about, like, oh, I'm going to therapy. Um, and another, like, recurring part of the show is um, she started taking antidepressants It w- is what it was. Oh, and my God. And she fell into the biggest depression. And her mom, she, when she found out that she was taking them, she's like, oh, you're a junkie now, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're Cuban. Like, we fight it with... Um, Coffee and it. something like that. She was like, it's in our blood to fight it. Like, we don't think majiggy. And going back to the therapy part... Um, when she found out, the grandmother, the mother, I mean, that um, Penelope was going to therapy, she was like, um, Penelope was like, oh, I lied because I didn't want you guys to know. And she was like, good, because it's shameful. Like, people aren't supposed to know that. And I was like, thinking about it, I was like, nowadays it kind of is getting a little bit more open and it's not as shameful, but it's like, also, I think it's like, I don't know how to say it, but like, you can't be too depressed. Like, people want you to be a yeah. functioning <laughs> depressed person or a functioning yes. mentally ill person. Like, if you're too, as you said, a crazy, quote-unquote crazy, then people are like, mm, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's normalized to talk about mental health and all of this, well, more than before, but it's, like, to a certain level. Like, if you're too depressed where you don't even want to talk to anyone, you're like, oh, like, oh, my God, you're so annoying. But then if you're depressed where it's, like, you still, like, you know that you're forced to do to deal with your daily life and you just go with it, even though you're going through such a bad, hard time, they'll be like, oh, my God, like, they're depressed. Like, I guess. Like, they'll, it's, like, an I guess type of thing. It's, like, whatever society decides, like, that's what's right, I feel like. And adding on real quick to what Malak said before about, like, what do we blame it on? You know what I mean? Like parents, like grandparents, your childhood. I feel like that also might be why parents like feel some type of way, especially like those that are older that like, we're part of this newer generation that's kind of like okay with it. But like the older ones, they're like, oh, like what are you blaming it on me? 
Like, are you saying I did something wrong and that's why you have to go to therapy or that's why you're like this or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't like to feel that guilt. They it's kind of, like yeah, they guilt trip you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Talk about What therapy. are, so, like, I know we're speaking about, like, the factors that go, um, like, the things that collaborate to uh, mental health and, like, the judgment that comes behind it. What would you say are some, like, Like, if you were, like, in a situation where you were, like, in a bad mental state, what, how would you deal with it? Like, Or, like, how have you dealt yeah. with it if you've ever been? Well, obviously, I'm no professional, and I just don't think that my advice is the best out there. Yeah, and reminder, I, we are teenagers. Yeah, it, yeah in the end. Yet, like, and yeah. obviously, we might, not, we, we might not know what we're talking about at all, and what, I, what works for me might not work for someone else. But I always like to find things that I... Do activities that I find comfort in, that I know, um, that I know won't really go wrong in any way. As someone that overthinks and as someone with anxiety, I just think, as Stephanie said in the beginning, I find baking very therapeutic because I know that in the beginning, like in the end, I put the same things every single time, and I'm gonna get a good result in the end. No matter what I put, it's gonna be good in the end. And I just feel like. With a lot of things going on in life and where we are right now in life with college, with everything, it's just, it's very stressful and you don't know what the outcome is, which is why I find, I try to find things that, um, to put that type of energy in, to, to. Like things that comfort you in exactly. a sense. Exactly. And, and some people like find a comfort show and just watch it. Like I find, I have a lot of comfort shows and I just rewatch them over and over and over again. There's no reason why I find comfort in them, but just knowing that there is something stable in your life always like always find a corner like your ground like somewhere where you know that nothing is changing and I feel like that helps me like I could I could go home and I know that no matter what my sisters are still gonna act the same way and to me even if they're the most annoying humans on earth to me I know that something is constant that something is stable knowing that I'm gonna come to school every day, knowing that certain people have the same energy every day. Mm-hmm. And I know, I I don't know, but I find comfort in routine. I know that things are not changing. I know that it just it's it's comforting to know that n- overnight people are not gonna change or things are not gonna change overnight. And yeah, that's just how I cope with it. Yeah, also when it comes to like, because I know that anxiety has a lot to do with mental health and like, I don't know, I feel like, I, I was watching, I was going through Instagram yesterday or two days ago, and I was I was so bored. I was just like, you know what, let me just go through Instagram. And I see this post that is talking about a lot. No, actually, it was Sami who sent it to me. My girlfriend sent it to me um, from TikTok, not Instagram. And it was this video where it was talking about a lot of things that we do uh, on our day-to-day lives that are so little, but they are anxiety-induced. No, not anxiety-induced. Like, they come from your anxiety. For example, biting their lips or stuff like that. Like, I was doing it right now because I am so nervous because mm-hmm. I, I want this episode to, to go very, very well and, like, not easy to edit because I don't want everything to be easy, easy. I just want it to go smoothly because I feel like it's important that we're talking about it. And I got so anxious about it that I just started biting my lips and I'm so, like, oh, like, nervous. I don't know. Um, so I just wanted to say that because there's a lot of things that are so minuscule that we don't even notice, but they're there and they are, they are, they very much have to, everything to do with mental health and yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, coping coping methods, whoa, like Malak said, I think it's really just down to like, whatever makes you feel good, whatever makes you feel at peace. Cause like me too with anxiety, sorry, me too with anxiety, like. 
I when I'm in a bad mental state, I just watch shows. Like I go through shows like crazy. And I think, like you said, it's the fact that especially if it's like a show that you watch over and over again, like you know what's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna surprise you. Nothing's gonna be like, whoa, I didn't know that. You know what's gonna happen. The comfort of like that routine, I think, is why people like rely on shows or like comfort shows when it comes to that. Um, and you also said like um, part of your routine was like come, you know you're gonna come to school today or whatever. And I think that's might be also why so many people fell into like such a bad mental state when COVID happened. Oh my god! Because it was like they didn't know what was gonna happen next. You know what I mean? And it was like that that panic of like damn like. And that hopelessness feeling of, like, you don't, you can't help, like, you can't do anything. You don't have an option. Yeah, like, you just have to be, you know, you can do whatever, but, like, it never feels like enough. You know what I mean? And so that, yeah. I have to add on to what Stephanie said with the whole when um, the pandemic started. I was one of the people, I like to know what, when things I like to know what is happening around me. I like to you like plan. to feel in control. Exactly. And I, I, and I know that that's not a, a positive thing. And that's not a good thing. But sometimes I just need to know that things are going in a certain direction. And when the pandemic first hit, we just we didn't know where anything was. We didn't know. All we knew is two weeks off of school. And then after the two weeks were over, we found out that it was like, well, hey, like it was for almost two years now. And to me, I just like the first few months of the pandemic, I was just like, I need to know what's happening. I there was nothing. The every day was different, and yeah, I like adventure. I like change. I like everything. But it's like if there's nothing that is the same anymore to me, that was that was that was just like it. Your worst it, nightmare. Comes yeah, from. it was like it was like nothing was the same. My family was all over the place. My family was acting different, but school was different. Like the one thing that I could even depend on school, which. Even if my family is all over the place, school is different. It's supposed to be. It wasn't. And and that's when, like, teachers came out and they were talking about mental health. And and then I realized that I'm not the only person in this. But, like, it's just, it, was, it was very scary. It was a, it was a scary time. Um, coming back to family and stuff, it was... I've never seen my family so, like, whoa. Because my family, especially my mom, she's very... She's... Well, you know, I was going to say, I was thinking about this yesterday. Literally, like, in my head. Continue. Really? Uh, okay, that's weird. Um, But it, it, it hit my dad so, 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 so hard. Because not only did he have to maintain us here, he had to maintain my whole family in the yard. And it was like, he already was struggling to maintain. Because it's not like he's maintaining, like, my entire, like, oh, my grandma and stuff. He was maintaining my mom in the yard. And then he was maintaining two kids here. And there was nothing, like, like he had to buy food. He wasn't working for the food. He had to pay rent. He wasn't working to pay the rent. There was nothing. He was just enclosed in, in, in our house. And then the media, oh, my God, the media was such a horrible, like... It kind of made it worse. It made it so much worse. It and all this negativity. Did. There was nothing positive in the media. And, like, like at some saying, point... Sorry. No, continue. At some point, my mom just came home and she was like, we're not turning on the news anymore. If you guys want to watch the news... And your mom is a healthcare worker. Yeah, my mom, my mom didn't, like, my mom was working the entire time and she was, like, trying to find, like... And then coming home to this horrible, like, oh, my God, it was so frustrating. And not even, but, like, again, going to back to the point that my mom was, like, considered a healthcare worker, 
her patients or like her customers would come and they would be asking her questions as, and, and she's supposed to know but she doesn't know and to me that that is scary like i imagine someone coming to you for help or someone and like you said like the the, the sense of helplessness if imagine someone coming to you for help or in need of something and you don't know what like how to help them like you guys were saying the media like you said before Malak, it feels so like it feels you make yourself feel better when you know what's going on but it's like even knowing what was going on made it worse because it was like this panic. It was like, it's just getting worse. You know what I mean? Yes. There was, oh my God. And, and, and I feel like we keep mentioning the helplessness, helplessness thing, but there was, that was it. The government at first, they, they weren't doing anything. What They haven't, none of them have been through a pandemic probably. And if, I don't know, none of them have gone through a pandemic. How were, I think the smallpox in DR. Oh, yeah. Mom talked about like how they used to, um, people went around getting the. Oh my God! The, yeah, the, how polio? every. Was it polio or smoke? I have no idea, what but they it? have this mancha, this little yeah, thing in the R. She got the vaccine. She does it. No. It's because okay, it's so in the R, when like the, this, I think it was a pandemic, or I, I don't know what it was, but it broke out, and uh, they had to get like injections, but they didn't have the the injections that we have now, so they had to get like a hot injection to like puncture through the skin, and like you'll see. Especially every woman has that mark there. Like, it stayed right there. Like, you will see every... My mom doesn't. Really? My dad doesn't have it, but my mom does. Like, every single woman in my family has that right there. Like, that mark, because it was so hot. And it just it just stayed there. They basically burned their skin in a way. Literally, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the thing of helplessness, like, we, we, no one knew. It was just no one knew. And then the media kept just reminding us that we couldn't go outside. We were stuck at home. We, like, we had to study during a whole, like, pandemic. We, no one knew what to do. And I think that's what kind of made it harder because it wasn't just one person or two people. No, it was everybody. So imagine everyone going into bad mental health state. Nobody knew how to help each other. But, like, if one person did that in my life, I, I would try to help them. I would try to pick them up. But imagine all of us, like, in, like, a, I don't even know, but, like, in a hole. Like, nobody's going to help us get out because like, yes. we're all in it, like, that's a good before one. Before we get, because I want to talk about the teachers, because I feel like in school, because I think we're getting there. Yeah. But before uh, we we get there, I was thinking yesterday as I was taking a shower. I was thinking about how did like shower thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna about say like that. my how my parents reacted to COVID versus like right now how they're reacting, or like how they how how it's changed, right? And you brought mm-hmm. it up a little bit. Like your dad got really hit hard, and you talked about how your mom, the news, whatever. My parents were very like. My mom was the one who was, like, she was very, like, scared. Like, she bought a uh, air purifier. Like, yes. she was freaking out. And then my grandparents got it, and my grandparents live with us. Oh, And wow. she wasn't, she didn't care about, like, sounds so bad. She didn't care about me or my brother. She was scared about my little brother. He's, he, he, he has Down syndrome, and he was born with a little hole in his heart, heart murmur or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's closed for the most part. It's, like, the t- Tiniest bit open, but like not anything that you know, whatever. We love Steven, by the way. Yeah, he's my favorite. Um, and so she was just worried about him getting it because he's always with my grandparents. And so they went away to um, their other daughter, my aunt's house, or whatever, while well, they got better. And it was so sad though because Steven was like, he's like, he calls, um, he calls my grandmother Mama and then uh, my grandfather Lalo. He was like, Lalo, Mama, like he was knocking on the door of the room. Aww. I was like, because they were gone for like a really long time. Um, but I lost my whole chain of thought in my life. 
Oh, yeah. It was just, like, how did your parents react? Like, besides what you had said already, like, how did they react? Yeah, that's horrible. I also, mean, can, can you, do you want to speak more about, like, the healthcare thing? Like, your mom situation? No? No? <laughs> no? Okay, it's fine. I was just asking. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about teachers. How, okay, NYC DOE procedure. It was kind of like letting kids pass their grades. Oh, like, my God. The annex grades thing or whatever. I don't even know how that worked. I'm sorry, but I liked that. Because you liked it because I was against it. I you were against it? Yeah. I kind of liked it, but it also, like, I lost my all my motivation. No, that's that true. The motivation part was horrible because I feel like we had nothing to, like, challenge ourselves, Loki. But then again, we are in Think a whole like, challenge. There was kids that were going to McDonald's to get Wi-Fi to get, like, so I, it kind of made sense. Yeah. But it was also, like, there was people who lost people. And could, like, couldn't get themselves. I guess you guys see the best in people because I'm thinking of the worst. I'm thinking people no, were taking... No, yeah. I'm thinking people were taking advantage of it. And, and I mean, I understand we're in a whole pandemic and I'm not asking people to get, like, 90s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, people are not going to... Ha- okay, this is for me, for example. Like, I really care about my grades. And the reason I do my work is because I know my grades are going to end up good. But if I know my, I'm going to pass either way, I then wouldn't like have wine. motivation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any motivation. So in the middle of a pandemic, when everybody's changing, when everything is changing, I would want that type of motivation. I would want that type of validation. So knowing that I'm going to pass anyway, then, like, why would I even try? Yeah. No, and I think yeah, that's, that's what true. happened, honestly. Like, we're seeing people in school now. Like, I'm guessing most of them didn't try during the pandemic, during online school. And this is what happened. And that might sound a little judgy, but it's not, guys. Trust me when we tell you the uh, the 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 kind of people that are in our school. We we know what we're saying. We're not judging everyone in our school. We're talking about a specific group of people. We're not people. generalizing. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about like a specific group of people that we know for sure because they've even even said it. Like they've even said it to other people that they took advantage of it. And now also that kind of conditioned us into coming into school and expecting to have our grades just pass. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, um, how do you think this, like, affected this generation of, like, kids, of, like, you know, education-wise? Because, like you said, a lot of people took advantage of it, and now they expect it to be easy. Like, we talked to some of our teachers, and they they teach, like, uh, like the seniors, I think for the most part, we still care. Like, we still mm-hmm. push forward. At least we do this year, you know what I mean? Like, Last year, I was a little bit iffy. I'm not even going to lie. I, I took advantage a little bit, but, like, I still did my work. You know, I didn't not do everything. Uh, yeah, so how do you guys think it affected generation? Um, I would say, like, coming back to, like, honestly, it, this is going to sound weird, but it kind of affected us in the sense where now we see other people not trying, and it comes back to what you were saying, Malak, where it's, like, then why am I trying? If these people aren't trying, they're passing flying colors even more mm-hmm. than a 65, and I'm over here trying to get a 90, and I get a 60. Like, you know, it's just the motivation. I understand the motivation part, part of it, it's where it's like, effect. yeah, exactly. Talk about the domino effect, because I, I no, don't like know how to say it. like you said, like, um, you see other people doing it, and you're like, you know what, might as well, since... If they don't care and they pass, why should I care? But then again, people like Malak, who who even though, who even if she 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 might think like, why are they passing them? But then I'm trying and I'm not getting as good as grades as I should get. Kind of even even though she's still gonna keep trying, it's not like she's not gonna try just because 
fulanita's not trying, you know? <laughs> She's still going to try, but when it comes down to talking about it, it's kind of unfair, so I do get it. Wait, I'm so sorry. This is so random. But what you just said, fulanita, is that like a random person in Spanish? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, John, Arabic, it's like kind of like John Doe. Like you saying, yeah. Yeah, because in Arabic, because in Arabic, it's Arlena or Fulena. Oh, Fulena. Fulana. Yeah. <gasps> that is so cool. So like if you're, if you're like, like talking about a, a guy like Fulena. If it's a girl, Fulana. Fulana, Fulano? Yeah. Oh, my God, that intersects. Stop. Okay, language. Yeah, because you just said it, and I was like, hold on. I love that. I'm sorry. I know it was random, but that is so cool. Oh, my God. I love wow. that. I know. Um, anyway, going back to our point. So, I think socially, the pandemic and school just destroyed our generation. The people Amen. we see, the people we interact with on a daily basis, I don't know how they're going to make it in life. <laughs> Wait, what? I do not know how they're going to make it in life. I'm, I'm, so, I'm not even meaning this in a, like, a rude way, but it's like people, like school is there for a reason. People are supposed to mature at a certain pace and school kind of pushes that maturity in a certain way. But some of these kids gonna have no they, they're not gonna have you that see, i think you see it especially sorry to cut you off i think you see it especially like with freshmen and sophomores who like are still at middle school age and like oh even my god I, don't even talk to me about the middle school age because they be they're in high school and they behave like they're still in freaking seventh grade yeah. that is so and annoying like, kind of and like their yeah. drama and everything and i'm not like i don't even know but like their drama and everything like it's so Dumb. Pathetic and Even immature. Senior year drama is so stupid. Like we're like eighteen, like we're adults. We're about to be voting, making legal decisions. That is and, so like, true. We registered to vote today in class, guys. That's why Stephanie brought it up. Yeah, we registered to vote in class. Perfect. You already registered to vote? In, what class? AP Jeff, history? Yeah. <sighs> I am so jealous that I'm I not with you guys. I think you guys were supposed to do it in economics, but since the teacher is absent, so you guys didn't do it. Hmm. <laughs> and Stephanie's mom just texts her, it's knowing. And, and Stephanie goes, I see that. <laughs> She's been texting me throughout this whole episode. <laughs> Love that. Oh, that's why you keep looking at your watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I have to say, I just feel the teachers are getting the worst of it. Like, I don't know how to explain it. But it's like, if I have to put up with them in the hallway or sometimes in class or something, at the end of the day, I don't even care about them. Like, they're irrelevant to my life. <laughs> But like as Have you a, read a window? But like as a teacher, these are my students. It is my job to help them graduate. It is my job to help them pass. It's my job to teach them. But if they're not even here, they're not if they're not even mature enough to sit in a classroom without shuffling or moving or blah blah blah, like whatever. Well the shuffling and moving, let's not count that because No, no, I, I like, didn't okay, I didn't mean shuffling and moving as in like someone with like ADHD. They, yell out, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't they don't even care to pretend to try. And they're so disrespectful to teachers too. Like come on. Like they act like teachers don't go through the same things. Maybe not the exact same things. But listen, the one thing that we have in common is that we went through a pandemic. In different ways, it affected us. I, I, I can literally promise you this. Everyone got affected in some type of way. And uh, sorry, to, we're going to let you talk. I feel like we're talking over her. But like, um, no, 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 no. Talk. the sorry. really bad thing, like the thing that like broke my heart seeing was like teachers having their like cameras on and everybody having it off. 
Oh, that my made videos cry. on TikTok where the teachers would be really sad. That wasn't it even was funny. So I felt so bad. And it would happen in our classes too. Like, you know, we're not fashion, Oh my God. Like, when the Zoom bombings came into our class. Oh, our class, we like would that. get the Zoom. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Also, um, before we were talking about like the NX grades or whatever. If somebody from other states or countries are listening to this, we are in New York. And that was like NYC DOE thing. Basically, they let everybody pass and they would give them an NX grade, which would let them make it up after. Is that what it was? No, no, yeah, no. and they, they're making up, up this It would year. make them up? Yeah, oh, they so made they, it up It wouldn't be last... like an F? No, it wasn't would, like an F. It wasn't like an F and they wouldn't have to go to summer school, but they would have to make it up somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's basically like an excused... And if you right. got to senior year and you still have the NX, you couldn't graduate. You can't graduate. That's yeah. why you had, they, they made it up. They are making it up as of now, I think, but they started like last month, I yeah. think, or two months ago. Because I remember getting the emails about it. Not that I ever got one. And going back to the point that Cesar made that we all went through a pandemic and going back to what he said about his dad and how he dealt with it, his dad is an adult. His dad has children. Most of our teachers are adults with children. And even if they don't have children, they're still adults. They still have to pay rent. They still have to get their own food. As teenagers, as children, I'm I'm my my parents' responsibility. I don't care if, like, I don't even care. But, like, they're going to get me food. I know they're going to support me somehow, right? But it's like, imagine being an adult. Like, imagine being the teacher during a pandemic. You Like, you know what? Even teachers. Like, teachers, at least, they knew their job was not going to be affected. But other people that lost their jobs. Other people that just, like, didn't have a source of, a source of income anymore. Now, that is stressful. That 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 is where people need to realize that everyone was affected by the pandemic, like you said. In, in their own way, but they have been affected in some way. And people need to realize that and stop being so insensitive about it. And even teachers, sorry, but I was talking with to this about my um, football coach yesterday. He he used to work at this school. Um, we're in a campus, so there's like multiple schools. And there's a school on the same floor as us that he used to work there. Like, they have four freshmen this year. No, they do not. Yeah, they have You're like joking. four or five freshmen. Um, they're literally one hallway. The school is one hallway because That's so many people why. left New York City during the pandemic or switched or whatever. Oh my god! And he he obviously they don't work there anymore because they don't need that many teachers. You know what I mean? So it's like very strange. I don't know if that's why he got fired, but like I made that connection. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. And we're back. Just a warning. We have like ten minutes left. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. What else? I feel like another thing that we need to talk about, and people always look at the negatives of the pandemic, and I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a positive thing. But we also have to look at the positives. As a student who is starting to realize that she's struggling with her mental health somehow, um, through the pandemic, teachers started opening up more. And I don't know if it's because we got older or because of the pandemic, but a lot of teachers are more open about their health. A lot of teachers are more open about their mental health. And they're more, more like, open about how they feel and what's going on. And in a way, I find that very nice because you can come in, you can talk to a teacher and be like, like, hey, like my mental health is bad. And that, I feel like the pandemic, going back to our first point, the pandemic stop the taboo of mental health in a way. Yeah. And I wouldn't oh, say it diminished so it. True. It didn't diminish it because I can't say that because it, it's still an issue. But it Bro, definitely lessened Okay, the guys, issue. I'm sorry if you hear freaking, sorry for interrupting, fingers 
cackling or clacking or whatever. It's Stephanie. I You're can't. so rude. Once I, have to, once I start doing my nachos, I have to finish all of them. Sorry, Malag. It's not going to be like this. It's just Stephanie's being rude and uneducated. It's fine. Anyways, okay, keep going, Malag. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Continue with your turn. Oh, that was kind of like my point. But yeah, I just I just think that the pandemic really helped with mental health because now people see mental health as a reason for not being well. And before it would have been like, are you physically not well? Then no, you're fine. <laughs> That's so true. Teachers said like the educate DOE whatever like the schools say they care, but okay, they don't. Like like I said before, as long as you're productive and you do all your work, you're good. But once you start missing school and not doing your work. Oh, my God. They, they still, act like they yeah. care. They're like, oh, my God, yeah, take your time. And then you, when you take your time, it's like, oh, you got a zero. You didn't do like it. you're taking too much time now. In it's a way, like, I don't know if the right word would be romanticizing depression, but I feel like society has started to do that. Like, it yes, has normalized it yeah. so much in a really weird way where, like, everybody can claim that they have depression in a way that takes away and diminishes the fact of the people that actually have depression and mm-hmm. are actually suffering yeah. with it. And I'm not saying... And obviously, depression comes in all forms. And it comes to all people in different forms, right? And it's like, you could be productive one day, you could not be productive, and that's different from one person to the other. But it's like, society just sees you, like like Stephanie said, like a productive, depressed person. Like, if you're not productive anymore, then like, like hey, that is an issue. Like, we don't care about your mental health anymore. Be a human. But it's like, how am I going to be a human when my mental health is not regarded? <laughs> that's so true. That also has to do with equality and equity. I feel like... I feel like equity should just be practiced so much more. You don't know. Wait, equity, right? Yeah, yeah equity. Like, you don't know what I'm going. Like, Malak could be in her prime time, and she's doing so I'm good not. in English class. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and she's doing so good in her English class that she can get her homework on the due day, which is tomorrow. I might have to, like, I don't know. I might, might be dealing with so much stuff that I can't hand my homework tomorrow. And teachers act like they understand. Like, I'm not... I hate it when teachers are like, don't give me excuses. Then what am I supposed to give you? There you go. Not the homework, that's for sure. (laughs) 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 I was going to say what you said about, like, um, it's letting everybody be depressed or whatever. I don't want to... That's why I've been trying to say, like, bad mental state instead of of saying, like, depressed or whatever. Because, like, what is it called when you self... It's like called self-diagnose. Self-diagnose. Mm. Like I don't want to self-diagnose. Mm-hmm. But going back to what we said about like it being taboo and like specifically families like of color, whatever. Like my parents would never let me get checked. If I ever said like, "Hey, I think I'm depressed," or "Hey, I think," my parents would be like, "No, you're not. You're fine." You know what I mean? Okay. Like if you don't have, if you're uh, not <laughs> trying to off yourself. Oh my god. You're fine. Basically. That's true. That happens a lot, especially and ADHD in ADHD is not oh a thing. Oh my god. Yeah. is not a thing you're just scared you're nervous you're fine like, that's true you know what I mean so it's like yeah, that goes to yeah. so what you said with equity like you know some people don't get the resources or cannot get to the mm-hmm. resources to check on themselves um, also I feel like I, two things but I forgot the other things so I'm just gonna say the first thing I feel like we internalize it we internalize it where we like we start telling ourselves no I'm not depressed and like if people see you they're like hey like do you need any help no I don't need any help I'm and fine. we start yeah I'm fine and like, if they ask you to get help, they'll be like, no, why would I get help? Like, they're not going to do anything. They're just going to think I'm crazy. You're internalizing those things. And no, you're you're not crazy. I hate the word crazy. Like, you're not crazy. Crazy, no. You are depressed. You have anxiety. You have ADHD. You, have, you are in a bad mental state. You're struggling with things 
that if you want to be checked out, you should. There are resources, and I feel like it shouldn't be such a thing where it's like, again, taboo to talk about, taboo, or like a bad thing to go and get the help that you need. Yeah, shameful, there you go. Um, I was gonna say something else, I forgot, but. Oh, the other point that I was gonna say is that I'm so glad that me and my brother came to the U.S. in the age that we came. Why? Because my parents rely so much on us for information. And you, you know you know what I mean? Where they're like, they're so much more open-minded than when we came here. Like, our parents would just be like, like the same thing low-key. They would be like, mm, are you sure you're like mentally like struggling? Are you sure? Are you sure that's even a thing? Yeah. Yeah. That is, mm, that is so infuriating. But now my mom, like, my brother told my mom that he was going to like therapy. It wasn't even therapy. We just like to talk to someone, and she was like, "Oh, okay, like, good. If you need, like, if you need to talk to me, then I'm here. I could be your therapist." Like we, like she makes you feel so like comfortable talking to her that my brother like even stepped out of therapy and we start talking to my mom as if she was our therapist now. You know, like he feels so much better. But that was after he went to therapy. After my mom made him feel comfortable enough to talk to his family. You know. It's hard, yeah. Like you said, like educating your parents, educating your parents is hard because sometimes like they don't care. Like I don't know, it's a bad way of putting it, but they think that they're better than you because they're older or whatever. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's a generational issue. Like every generation yeah, feels the exactly. same way. Generational trauma. Encanto. Okay. Um, <laughs> I literally yeah. was about to mention it. Exactly, guys, if you haven't watched it, we. watched it. Watched it, watched it. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Oh, like you said, said if you haven't, haven't watched, watched it, watched it, watched it. it right? That's what I said. Oh, I'm gonna say watch it. No, watch it. Guys. You should watch also, it. We want to do song of the week. Studying today, you want to start today? We should do. We don't talk about Bruno. That's a. Oh, I was gonna. One person rec- recommends each a song. No. You want to do that? Oh, one person. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we're gonna post it in the Growing Chaos story. Okay, so what's your recommendation of this week? Song. Um, I think I think my recommendation would be stay, stay, stay. It has nothing to do with the by episode. Who? It's by Taylor Swift. I knew. Didn't I just whisper <laughs> that? If you caught that, you already know. It has nothing to do with the episode, but I just like, I don't know. <laughs> that song is kind of cool. What's your recommendation? Um, since I said we don't talk about Bruno because we're all here together and we literally have a whole group chat that is called We Do Talk About Bruno. It's we called Where We Talk Bruno. About Bruno. Where Get We the, Talk About Bruno. Get the name Oh, yeah. Back. Malag, we will fight after this. Let this episode be done. We will fight. Anyway, so my song is We Don't Talk About Bruno by Le Manuel Miranda and the whole cast of Encanto. Okay. I think my song recommendation... Watch it be Billie Eilish or Phineas. Oh, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say... Well, now I'm going to say... I was going to say something else, but... um, A concert six months from now by Phineas or Only a Lifetime. That whole album. Listen to his album. Yo, that album is so good. Have you listened to it? No, I don't think so. Okay, so you're going to go home as your homework. Thanks. Freaking brick at you. Okay. (laughs) Um, Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, guys, please put in the comments or your review or anything. Talk to us about how you deal with anxiety or with mental health issues. Because again, oh. like this, like we want you guys to interact with us. Real quick, before we end, because we gotta go. 
What are some bad coping mechanisms you guys have? Because we talked about good. Oh, bad. just like acting like you're okay. Like I get that. Like yes. if you act you're okay. Like I get that. There's a whole mentality of like if your mentality is like oh I'm okay then you're gonna be okay. But it's like stop ignoring it because once you ignore it, it's gonna like keep compiling, keep compiling until like one time you're just gonna like explode. Explode. Exactly. Yes. I know so many people. I'm like that too. Where I shut myself down and then one day I'm like f all of you. I hate all but it's of like, you. No. When I don't but we shouldn't do that. We should, like, that is a bad habit. Like, we should talk about it. We should express our feelings openly. Like, one day I may be upset. The next day I may be just, like, a tiny bit sad. But it's, like, if I just wait until, like, every single day I'm, like, happy, 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 happy. And then Sunday by the end of the week I'm, like, don't talk to me. Like, you know. That's true. That's my, that was my bad code mechanism. I ignore it. I pretend, like, I'm fine or, like, it's not happening. Like, until no. I'm, like, at the point where my head is, like. I won't snap out on people. I will, but, like, I'm more, like, my head feels like it's going to burst open. Like, I feel so overwhelmed that and I that's just have horrible. to, like... And that's why I keep asking. Like, you see how, like, whenever I see you guys, like, some type of way, like, I understand that not every day you have to be happy, but that's why I ask, like, all of my friends, and even if you're not my friend, I'll be like, you okay? And they're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, are you sure? I don't know. I just feel like this thing that this need, like I have to ask them. I have to make sure that they're doing fine. I have or to not. say that I also have this. Sorry, but I also feel like I have this need to like ask people because you don't know what's going on in their life, and and I hope that like me asking is the reason that like something ha like yes. something like, better happens to them. Like imagine someone is about to jump off a building, but the moment you ask them, "Hey, are you okay?" they just go down the stairs instead of up. Like to me, uh, like the butterfly that, effect. Yeah. Yeah, and even if you don't feel comfortable, like Sessa said, he asked people he's not even friends with, like, even if you don't tell that person what's going they on, they might talk to someone somebody. else. Yeah, tell somebody. You know? Please do, guys. Listen, I know my like my luck said it already, but if you need our DMs, are there? We we're always there. We're we're gonna answer. We answer our DMs. We're strangers. It's not like we can judge you. We don't know what's going on in your life. I think that's and really even if you guys are not strangers, we're not. This is a safe space. Yeah. Safe exactly. space. You're not judgmental people. Create a fake account and DM us from there. Like Literally. it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Give us a fake name too. I know we're small, but we're here for you. I think that's even and, better yeah. that we're small. Exactly. We're like a little thing. We can answer faster too. Because <laughs> we have no life. I have no life. Shut I'm up. Okay, guys, so we have to start wrapping up because we got to go. Um, but, yeah, just take care of yourselves. Please be safe. Remember that your mental health is the most important. Talk to whoever. Thank you, Malak, for being here. Thank you for being our first guest. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't yeah, know first, what I was going to say. First, thank you, guys, for having me. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you have anything to say before you leave? This is not going to be your first, I mean, your last time on here. Yeah. I hope it's my last. But uh, no, I love you guys. Um, no, I think I think it was very productive in a way. I really like talking about mental health, and I really hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Bye bye bye. bye. <laughs> Thank bye you, my love. Love you. Bye. bye.